Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Someone used an NFC business card on me on my own phone and it blew my mind because, you know, I'm a software engineer. I thought that I knew everything there is to know about these iPhones. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, this is Saul Garlic. I'm co-founder and co-CEO of Fabric. And I'm really excited to be part of a community that's dedicated to advancing technology in the area. I moved to Pasadena about four years ago, and this is the community for me. You can find me at Saul Garlic on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thanks. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Sleep is just a vital part of health and mental well-being, and it's something that in the tech world especially we just disregard and think we could sacrifice in order to be hustlers and get more done but it deters that because we don't process our thoughts with clarity if we don't sleep we are not as emotionally capable if we don't sleep we're not as decisive if we don't sleep i started using this weighted blanket whoa world of difference i can't believe how much deeper i sleep and how much more comfortably i sleep how my dreams have even changed because of the weighted blanket It's incredible. It was given to me as a gift. I didn't even know weighted blankets were a thing. Sleep is something that I want to prioritize more and more. How have you noticed that sleeping well or not sleeping well has changed your life? I would love to hear. Reach out in the comments. Reach out to me on Twitter. That's a good one. Um, At Esprit Devora or on Instagram. That works too. And I look forward to talking to you. See you in the next episode. It is awesome. You guys are going to freak out. They are taking TikTok by storm. They're making it so easy to connect on social. I can't wait to introduce these guys onto this show. Hello, Nick and Jason. Woo-hoo. Woo, man. What an introduction. What up? <laughs> okay, so t- tell us about Popple. So I found you guys on TikTok when I was researching for something else random, and you had the best TikTok videos. But Popple is the best way to connect with others quickly on any social platform. Am I describing it well? Yes. Hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. So walk us through it. What is Popple? But Popple is a tag that you put on the back of your phone that when tapped to the top of another person's phone allows you to share all your social media and contact info instantly. You can just search Popple on Instagram or TikTok and it'll be the first one. It's so rad. So let's get into who you guys are and why you created this. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about all, all, all things you. 
My name's Jason and I'm the CEO. I met Nick at UCLA back a couple of years ago and we always knew we wanted to start a company together. And recently, uh, last year, we came across this technology called NFC and we ordered a couple of tags to our apartment and then created a prototype. And that is now what we have today for Popple. And I brought it to Nick and I said, hey, look what this can do. And he said, let's start a company. And so from there, we just kind of started this off. And I, I'm the software engineer, so I built the whole backend. And Nick basically does all the marketing, all the uh, operations as well. Nick, if you want to cover your area as well. Yeah, yeah. My name is Nick Eichens. Uh, I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Came out to LA for college. UCLA was always my dream school. And then I met Jason at UCLA. We've been best friends for like five years. And we, like Jason said, we always wanted to start a company together. He's the software engineer. I got my economics degree from UCLA. So I'm more of the marketing, digital marketing, Instagram, all that. That's what I was do, doing in college. After I graduated college, I had like seven different jobs. I did real estate for a little bit. I worked at a couple startups and I just like, I was never happy with any of them. And then Jason's like, he brought this idea to me after he found out about it. He's like, look what we can do with this piece of tech. And I was like, that's a genius idea. Let's make a company out of it. And that was almost a year ago. And it's been a crazy ride ever since. And it's like, I think we both found, finally found something that we are really, really passionate about and that has a ton of potential. So it's, and we're just well getting started. Said. I was full time at Boeing down in El Segundo and I was, I was there for about a year and I, I knew that, you know, the nine to five was not for me. And so I'm very happy that we stumbled upon this and we decided to actually go in on it. And Jason, walk us through a little bit about how you discovered the technology. Can you get more into that piece of it? Sure. Yeah. So. Nick and I actually learned about it at a party uh, in the Hollywood Hills. Someone used an NFC business card on me on my own phone, and it blew my mind because, you know, I'm a software engineer. I thought that I knew everything there is to know about these iPhones, but he was able to use this card on me, uh, and I didn't need an app or anything. And it just popped up a push notification right on my screen, and it blew my mind. So I went home and I, I spent the whole next week researching what NFC was. And then I, I was like, you know, why do you need a card to do this? Why not just put a small tag on the back of your phone? You could basically just go phone to phone. You don't need to worry about another business card in your wallet. So that's where the idea for the product came. I mean, it's legit, you guys. All you have to do is stick your phone to somebody else's phone and you just swap. Like, how does it work? Like, if I have my phone and I put, because I've watched the videos, if I have my phone and I put it to your phone, literally it just adds me or you just follow me right away. Like, what's the exchange that happens in, instantaneously? Yeah, so the Popple is a little product you put on the back of your phone. It's like about a size of a quarter and it sticks out a little bit. You put that on the back of your phone and then you just tap it to someone else's phone they get a push notification, they click that notification. And on it is essentially, it's called your Popple profile, which is essentially like a link tree and has all of your social media links, your Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you can do whatever you want and share whatever you want. And then they can go, the Pearson Pop can go check out all of your social profiles. Or our other feature that's a big moneymaker that people love is called Popple Direct. If I wanted to share just my Instagram with you, I would turn on Popple Direct and instead of sharing my full profile when I popped you, it would go directly to my Instagram page in the app and you could follow me right from there. The cool thing about Direct is um, it's instantaneous. So I'm on my phone, I'm in the Popple app. I can drag and drop a different app to the front spot, turn on Direct, and then immediately my Popple now goes to that link instead. So I can just on the fly, I meet someone, I wanna share my LinkedIn, I can do LinkedIn Direct, I meet someone else, the next minute I can share my Instagram and it's just whatever you want. I mean, I just, I think it's so exciting for so many different reasons. I mean, obviously everybody knows TikTok is, 
it, I mean, it's been around forever and it's been popular for a long time, but then all the, all of a sudden it's like globally, oh my gosh, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And just with that alone, you make it so easy to connect with someone else. And it's not the easiest thing in the world to actually follow someone on TikTok. I don't know why it just, it's, it's like kind of a clunky experience to like search them and follow them. So to make that instantaneous is so cool. Walk us through like how large is the company right now? I'm also really curious how you came up with the name Popple. So we actually started, when we first started, it was back in August, 2019. I remember me and Jason were just like at the gym working out. We were just like spitting names back and forth. And then we came up with Ripple, R-I-P-P-L. And it was like, because it's a ripple effect. The more people have it, the more people use it. And it's a ripple effect. And we're like, that's such a cool name. And Ripple, we actually like incorporated officially as Ripple Co, R-I-P-P-L space Co. And then we quickly realized... Ripple is kind of, there's a lot of companies called Ripple. Months after we started, it's like I saw four or five other companies just called Ripple. There's like Rippling, there's Ripple the Milk, there's a $13 billion cryptocurrency called Ripple. So it's just like brand confusion. Luckily for us, uh, we found a a guy named Jeremy Greenfield found us. um, And he is a seasoned entrepreneur and has a lot of ideas. And he came to us and he is now the third partner, but he came to us initially and he's like, here are my ideas, guys. First of all, we got to change the name. So uh, I met Jeremy through a mutual friend named Ishmael, who was in Palms, a good friend of mine. So Ishmael posted a ripple on a story and Jeremy was like, what's that? And then uh, Ishmael connected me with Jeremy. And I remember I was at Boeing and I decided to take a a long lunch break because I needed to talk to Jeremy. So I I remember I was in my car in the parking lot talking to Jeremy and that, that, that first call really just, you know, set him off as we were like the three amigos. And it's like Nick and I are the co-founders and then Jeremy is our executive advisor who's been there the whole way. And that was just such a great call. He, he added more value to the, to the company in the last 30 minutes than anyone we've ever met. Wait, how did you meet him again? It was through a mutual friend's story. So a mutual friend put a ripple on his story and then he was like, hey, what is that? And then we were connected. Got it. Got it. So he was yeah. like, this is this is awesome. I want to be involved. Connect me to these guys. Am right, I getting exactly. it right? Yeah. And where? how large is the company now? How are you bankrolling this thing? So uh, we just hit 50,000 users. So we have a Dude, good amount amazing. of people. At this point, I know. And we're, what's cool, what's cool about blowing up on TikTok is that we have people from around the world. We have popples in 70 plus countries including every single state in the United States. And that's just like all goes out to TikTok. That's so cool. And um and how are you how are you shipping them? Are you guys in your apartment like shipping them out one by how are you handling the whole the whole ecosystem? One of the things that's so nice about our product is that it's super small. So we just ordered a whole bunch of inventory to our apartment and we've been fulfilling from our apartment, packaging all the orders, sending them out, printing out Figured. the label, taking them yeah. to the post office. Um up until recently, we are upgrading to a third-party logistics company to help us with our order fulfillment. So we won't have to touch our inventory anymore, and we can do a lot more. It's cool. It's like the next stage. It's getting to that point. It's just it's it's too much to do every day now. How did you how did you get it done in the very beginning? Like how did you bankroll it in the? Because I imagine you're making money now. Are you guys profitable? Oh yes. Yeah. Well, as, as we've actually, we're not like a normal tech company that, you know, you need millions of dollars in order to add value. We're already adding value at this point. So we actually raised a round, but we kind of 
cut it off because we didn't need to raise any more at the moment. And who, did you raise around from angel investors or venture capitalists or friends and family? It was a mix of both, but it was a safe notes round. So is that how you bankrolled it in the very beginning in order to get it from prototype to working product? So in the very beginning, we had some family investment. And that's how we were able to get off the ground with the first 10K or so. It's a really exciting company. What is your vision for... I, now, I imagine... I, I don't want to make any assumptions. So this is like a half assumption. I imagine it's patent pending, Popple? Or like, how do you prevent others from being your Ed Hardy copycat? <laughs> this is a great question. It's So Popple is officially patent pending. We filed the patent for Popple Direct and for our hardware, the, the putting a product on the back of the phone for sharing your social profiles. But what's interesting is that, you know, it's an inexpensive product to produce. So we've actually seen a couple of people, a couple of competitors pop up making something very similar. But we are very confident in our product. We have the social growth, the Instagram and TikTok following, but we also have the quality product. Jason is an amazing software engineer and designed a incredible app. We have that Popple app too, which released last month, which is none of the competitors have an app and then Popple Direct. It's like, we have all these features right now and that's so many more that we're going to roll out that we can't tell you too much about because they're kind of top secret. Of course, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But we are very mm -hmm. confident that once, especially once our patent is granted, we'll have our, we'll have our, um, our moat. And what does the, what does the app do? Before we had the app, in order to change your profile and edit what you share, you had to go to popme.co and you had to like log in mm. and you have to go to the website. And that's that's a lot of friction. So with the app, totally. you can just pop open your profile and change what you want to share instantly, uh, you know, from your home screen. Like you said, and like also, a link tree. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also the app now you can activate your popple. So we have a different when you get your popple you actually activate it with the with your profile with the app. And that's like a cool feature that helps us with the fulfillment as well. I mean, one, from what I know about entrepreneurship, the more people that copy you, the better, because it means there's a demand there and it means you're on the right path. And also, I think uh, you're right as a branding play, as long as you guys keep going after all the coverage, nobody will be able to touch you. Exactly. How, do you, how much do you charge and how do you figure out the pricing model? Like, how do you decide on the price? So right now, Popples are selling on our site for $12.99. The pricing, it fluctuated. At first, we were like, let's charge $5. But then we're like, $5 is way too cheap. So then we're like, let's charge $20. $20, we, we decided was too expensive. And we, seen, we thought $10 was that perfect middle ground. But it was funny. When we, when we first launched and we had our first batch of Popples, it was a small amount of inventory. And we posted that TikTok that you probably saw that is sitting at like 80 million views now. We posted that in February February 12th. Sold out of our first round of inventory in like three days. But in that first like hour after we saw it was like blowing up, we doubled our prices and we still sold out because we just wanted to match wow. the demand. And it, but we brought it down since then and 12.99 is a sweet spot. Uh, let's get into that because I think it's such a great... I, I mean, I, I'm really into the business of TikTok um, and I find it fascinating that I, I was in a in a meeting earlier today with an authority. I'm gonna I'm gonna intentionally be vague as possible because my intent isn't to like bash people, but with an authority in the business space, like totally convicted that like TikTok doesn't do any business, ignore TikTok. And I'm just thinking, bro, like you <laughs> like that is so wrong. <laughs> And so I would love to get into it real quick because I think it's great for business leaders to hear. Like, I mean, Levi's came out with an amazing case study on how TikTok single-handedly boosted their sales, especially all through COVID. 
So um, can you talk about a little bit about your TikTok strategy, where you started, how you made the video, like, and then how it led to sales, how you converted it to like, how did people find you, especially when you're new on TikTok, you can't necessarily include your links. So walk us through the whole thing from a case study standpoint, if you don't mind. I would love to. I, I just like, <laughs> I just want to start off by saying like, I love TikTok at this point. You know, I, I used to be really into Instagram. Uh, I was doing some of my own like influencer stuff back in the day, but see Instagram, your followers is king. TikTok content is king. And that's how it should be. Um, the, the fact that you can get millions of views with zero followers is insane. And that's really what happened to us. So we had a friend named Arif. Uh, she, back in the day, she was at like 50K on TikTok. So we, we, we asked her, hey, we want to start making some TikToks just to play around to see if you know, our product could blow up. Um, so we asked her to be in it. We asked her to basically just like, the, you know, if you saw the video, go up to the camera, point of view, uh, pop your TikTok to the camera of TikTok Direct, and then basically walk away like it was nothing. Uh, and we you know, decided to do that because first off, attractive girl, which helps on TikTok. Um, second, she pops her TikTok, which is relatable to every single person watching it because everyone watching it is on TikTok. So it's like, oh, I can pop my TikTok. And th therefore, you know, people are like, oh, okay, that could be me. Uh, the point of view was big as well, because it actually looks like it's them talking to her. Um, and I think also it's a theory, I'm not sure about this, but TikTok, they want uh, this behavior of when you meet someone to share your TikTok. Hey, what's your TikTok? Instead of like, what's your Instagram? So I wonder if TikTok saw it and said, hey, we want this behavior to be more widespread. So they pushed it. And so all those things together, you know, and her just being like doing a great job with it, I think just led to this blowing up. And I remember um, it was sitting at like 4,000 views after two days. And we were just like, okay, I did okay. 4,000, that was pretty solid for us. I remember I took a story and I posted on, on my, on my uh, personal Instagram and I was like, hey, we have 500 followers, <laughs> ask me for tips. <laughs> and I, I like, felt super good about myself. Um, and then I remember like it was 12 a.m. And I, I, I started to notice that the views were going up, you know, like 50 views every five seconds. And I was like, whoa, what's going on right now? And I just kept, I kept refreshing and I kept refreshing and, and they just went faster and faster. And I remember I just, I couldn't sleep. It was like 3 a.m. and we were getting maybe like 5K a second. Like, and it was, it just got to that point. And I woke up and we were at 200K and I was like, okay, that's solid. That's solid. But then as soon as we woke up, it just blew up again. And that whole, the, the rest of the day just went to the millions. And then it was at 20 million at the end of two days. And then it just continued going up. And it was just a crazy experience. That is crazy. I want to ask a couple of things. The more minor question is how did you do the create, who did the creative direction? Like who understood the elements that should go into a TikTok and who held the camera? Like, what did that look like? So I held the camera, um, but I think it was, it was a joint effort. See, I, I had been on TikTok a lot before then, and I just go through the For You page. I don't really go through the For You page to like see entertainment. I go through the For You page to see what blows up. And every video that I see, I think about, you know, why did this go viral? And so I tried to like take a lot of those tips and use it into our first video. And I think one of the biggest ones was, you know, rewatch time and total watch time are key. So we wanted to keep it under 12 seconds. And that video is 11 seconds, which is key. Yeah. And so I think uh, it was a joint effort for sure. Like Nick and I were both at the gym uh, with Arv getting that going. And it was Nick who was talking during the video. Um, but I think, yeah, a lot of the tips beforehand was just because I was like looking through the For You page. 
And we'll include the video in the show notes as well so all you guys can see it. Um, Now what I'm super hyped to get into is the case study behind it and how that video converted into sales. So what did you do to get people to go from a TikTok to a, to a, a paying customer? We put it, we put uh, our popple our website popple.co in our bio and we kind of we we drove traffic from tiktok to instagram and then also tiktok to our website but the tiktok to instagram traffic helped because that gained followers on instagram and it's a lot easier to go to your website from instagram so it was kind of like a two-step process and the conversion rate wasn't great but we did like you know when you're getting millions of views, it doesn't matter what your conversion rate is, you'll sell. And we sold out of that first round of inventory really quickly. To expand on that, yeah. So we didn't have a link. You couldn't put a link early on in our account because we were so new. So we actually we just put the the website, but it was it wasn't a link. It was just like the text. What we did is we said follow us on Instagram and comment TikTok in order to get a discount code. Right. And because of that incentive we were able to drive a ton of traffic from our TikTok to our Instagram. That's why we grew so fast. Yeah, I, I remember that. That's the, I because like I wanted to see how fast your customer, <laughs> your customer experience would be. I'm always curious on the back end on how everything functions. Um, And then um, when you got them to Instagram, then did you have stories that you further got them to the site? How did you keep moving the needle over to become a, a paying customer? So, um, yeah, well, we, of course, we were ambitious about everyone who, who commented or DM'd us TikTok. We sent them our discount code. And that was, you know, we made sure and did that very soon after they sent it because we know that people, you know, they're excited. They send the, the TikTok and they want to get the discount code there. They don't want to wait like an hour, get it later and not be that interested anymore. So we made sure to get those conversions. Um, but I think mostly just having the um, popple.co in our Instagram bio, which of course was doable, uh, that was key. And and remind me, I don't remember where did you put DM TikTok? Did you put that in the video in the TikTok video itself, or in the comments, or as a caption? I can't remember. We put the the DM us. Well, at first we had it as DM. We put that in our TikTok bio. Yeah, very cool. And then how were you able to? I mean, you went from a startup with a cool product trying to figure it out to all of a sudden you have all these new leads and customers messaging you. How were you able to fulfill those orders with ease? I think we designed a really efficient system at like between me and Jason. And it was also like we we spent a couple hours each day fulfilling orders. And that's that's what it takes. You have to you have to fulfill every day or else it'll be like I went camping a couple weekends ago and I came back and we had to fulfill for a solid six hours. What's it feel like for you guys? Like, do you kind of feel like you're in some crazy dream because it's you have this idea and all of a sudden you just have this viral video and now all these customers, do you feel like you're dreaming or what's it feel like? Or you're like, yep, I knew this would happen. And now let's go. What's the vibe for you guys? It's interesting. It's because in a way, it's like, we've worked for this, we've been grinding for nine months straight, right? But at the same time, there's a ton of luck that goes into it. You know, we are super lucky that the TikTok blew up because that was the that was the launch pad for us but i think it's a i think it's a combination of both the people of the people we're surrounding ourselves with and the people we're doing business with we've had we have some great advisors some great team members who are just helping us get to the next level because jason and i are first-time founders we don't have the experience that a lot of other people do but i think you know it's also the grind the the, the sheer amount of hours we've just put in and 
the fact that we're roommates, that we're spending 90% of our time together. It's just yeah. like, you know, we're always on, always getting work done. There was um, back in the day, like back in the end of 2019, when, when I was building up the first back end for our profiles, you know, it was just months of hard work in a row. And I just kept telling myself, like, this is going to result in something like this much hard work is going to do something for us. You know, it's going to create some kind of value. And the fact that we were able to come in February and have a blow up and then be ready to scale and have so many users, it's like, it means a lot. So it wasn't necessarily an overnight success, like it seems like with the TikTok. Um, and I think because of that, we feel like we deserve this in a way because we worked so hard. Listen, even if you didn't work so hard and you just came up with a smart idea that worked 72 hours later, I still think you deserve it. I think, you know, (laughs) but it's really cool hearing your story. What will make you a dominant, unstoppable company to pay attention to, especially here in LA Tech? Well, so we do have some long-term visions that we cannot talk about, um, but we are getting a ton of interest in the retail sector right now. So... You know, get ready to see Popo all over Target, all over Walmart, all over the big box stores. And I think that's really going to solidify us as the company in this space. And what can we do as a community to support you guys to accelerate forward? Get Popo. Use Popo. Yeah. Start popping. <laughs> in this in this COVID era, Popo is a touch-free way to connect with people. You don't have to shake right. hands. You don't have to touch them. You just tap your phone. And that's that is... You know, it's it's kind of funny how that worked out because we were doing this before COVID started, but then COVID happened. And-, and a few LA questions. Obviously, both of you moved here for to Los Angeles for UCLA, right? Where where were you living before? Where'd you grow up? I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I'm from. It's a little bit less less uh, exotic than Nick. I'm from Berkeley, so up in the North oh. Bay. <laughs> and. <laughs> And um, what resources or events have you accessed in LA to help you push yourself forward? You brought up your advisor, Jeremy, but that was through an Insta story. Like um, what have, have there been resources that you've accessed to help support you in your success or cultivating your um, knowledge to be the best you can be? Yeah, I'm, I think Jason and I both recognize we're first time founders. We don't have business experience. So we use... like there's so much to be said about asking for help and finding people like we went to UCLA. We went to the startup UCLA community. Um, We reached out to a a couple founders. Jason's friend Ishmael was like super crucial in introducing us to the right people. And Ishmael is a founder himself. Shout out Ish. Yeah. Shout out Ish. (laughs) Always asking for help, just finding the right people to, to do work with. And it started, you know, Jeremy was one of the first people like we love this guy. And he's brought us so many other great people to work with. So to add on that, Nick, we also just, you know, living in LA, we're able to find people like Arev to be in our TikTok. Uh, we're able to find, we're, we're doing a commercial on Monday uh, and we're able to find, you know, friends who are ready to be casted because we live in LA and we were around such social people. And I think that's really helped a lot as well. Uh, being able to tap into our networks, like personal networks on Instagram as well. Also a big help this far has been my father, uh, Mike, he actually helped runs the startup accelerator at UC Berkeley, which is oh, called cool. Skydeck. Yeah. Your dad so, does. Yeah, yeah. So That's it's so called Skydeck. Cool. Yeah. And he helped uh, just, you know, get the whole pro- program off the ground. And he at first was a little skeptical about our product, but over, after a while, he, he started to see the value in it and the long-term strategy. And so he is, he's another one of our advisors and he's been instrumental as well. 
You've brought up a lot of great names um, from your dad to Ishmael, to Jeremy, and um, but specifically in LA Tech, and maybe it is Ishmael or jo- Jeremy. Uh, I think Jeremy is from here too, if I'm understanding you guys correctly. Maybe he's not from LA. Is he in LA? Oklahoma. Oh, he's not. Okay. So, um, but Ishmael is. I, the next question I want to ask, is there an LA tech company or talent you've come across that has really impressed you? And if you want, you could further shout out Ishmael if that's who comes to mind. So yeah, Ishmael, they're, uh, they're called Paragon and they're in LA. Very impressive company. They uh, create a- API automation for um, other enterprise. But I think, Nick, if you want to talk about some of the you know, LA companies that we're partnering with. So a company, there's a company called EcoDrive. Um, and this is a part, a company we recently partnered with that does a lot of social good, EcoDrive, um, what they do, and their name fits perfectly with what their mission is. They offset carbon emissions for all e-commerce, for e-commerce brands, for their shipments. Because obviously uh, there's a lot of carbon waste, carbon emission that goes into getting a product from a warehouse to the customer. And we partner with them and every popple purchase is a tree planted. And they actually no, plant what? a tree. Yeah, That's yeah, so yeah. Cool. They actually plant a That's tree. So cool. I think it's in uh, South America. And last month, we from Popple planted almost a thousand trees, and we plan that wow. to grow that every month. And it's it's you know this is the social good that we're interested in. We're we're big on the environment. Popple is great for the environment because it replaces business cards, which is bad for the environment. Um, and the guys that run it, shout out to Trevor and Blake. They're really cool and. We work with them. Uh, they actually work with us in a different way, like agency. Um, they help us with our with our marketing. But great, EcoDrive is awesome. EcoDrive is a, a dope LA company. Do you know um, where in LA they're based? Um, Long Beach is their headquarters. Yeah. Very cool. And we'll include it in the show notes as well. You guys have been awesome. Is there any like last thing that you want to share with before we start to wrap up? I guess the last thing I always like to share is it's kind of cliche, but if you have an idea and, and you like, let's say you have a full-time job, what you want to do is just like small bits, you know, like work on it a little bit each day. And then eventually it goes from a hobby to a full-time, you know, to a full-time company. And that's just kind of the way to do it. And it, it could be overwhelming at the beginning, but if you just do small amounts each day, and slowly work into it, you can really start anything that you're passionate about. Awesome. Nick? Yeah, I think... It's, it's so important to surround yourself with people who bring you up and people who can make you better. And I think Jason and I are a great example of that because we're very different guys, but we have a lot of chemistry and we recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses and we are always trying to bring each other up. Um, and I think, you know, it's, I don't think, there definitely probably would not be here if it weren't for Jason, if it weren't for me, if it weren't for Jeremy. You know, everyone plays a crucial role. And I think when starting a company, it's so crucial to have the right people and like the A players is what we call them. The people who are always going to put the company first and for the greater good of the business. Cause when the business prospers, everyone prospers. I love that answer. Two last final questions. One of them is pretty obvious to me, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And the reason why it's obvious, the question is why LA? Why is LA the place to grow your startup? Now the obvious question is we all hear that LA is the content hub and essentially Popple caters to the content hub of our world. Um, would you echo that or is there another reason, um, even in addition to that, that you're like, no, LA is where I want to grow the startup. LA is where it is, you know, <laughs> like LA is the funnest city in the world. It's so 
energetic. It's always popping. And, you know, Popple is a social product. And, you know, what better place to launch a social product in one of the most social cities in the world? To add on that, yeah. So as someone, I was in the, you know, you got SoCal and NorCal. Uh, and I went to high school in NorCal. And I remember, I don't know, I just like, it wasn't my vibe. That's what I felt the whole time I was there. And as soon as I came down to SoCal, I just, I felt like I was a different person. Uh, and the weather is just so much nicer and, you know, people dress nicer and I like that. Um, and it just, it's, it's very eclectic, all different types of people. I have friends up in San Francisco and they complain that, you know, it's, everyone's in tech. So it's a lot of similar people. Um, a lot of the nightlife is a little bit dry because of that. And I just like, I, sorry, it's like, <laughs> I don't feel that here. And so it's it's cool to be down here in LA. UCLA, Nick and I had a great time. What a great school. Um, and so we you know, graduated and we were just like, we want to stay here. And Jason, you gave some guidance a little bit earlier on, but my last two questions I want to ask both of you is the best piece of advice that you've each gotten um, that's helped you propel forward. Yeah. So um, I've been doing a lot of reading lately. I'm on this like reading grind. Nice. What are you reading? I'm reading a lot of books about mindfulness and just your mental state. And there's this one book called Control Mindset that is written by and just launched, just dropped by my friend who is a current UCLA student. Her name's Nicolette Califian. Shout out, Nicolette. There's this one chapter in her book called Control Mindset where she talks about being non-reactive and non-reactivity is your superpower. And to me, that means when things aren't going as I would like them to go. I take a step back and instead of letting my emotions and that knee jerk reaction is just get frustrated, get pissed off, right? Think about it. There's no point. There's no reason to spend any of you, any negative energy on this. Um, and you know, be non-reactive, remove your emotion, remove the need to feel offended is what I kind of, what I'm trying to live by now. And that's helped me, you know, stay calm. My, my, mental state has been always like I'm always happy and it's just all about mindfulness it's it's kind of it's kind of spiritual but I'm really into it right now Nick can you tell us the book title one more time control mindset control mindset and Jason how about you yeah so I I have three uh I guess advice slash tips so first one um I like one of our cultures here at at Popple is no matter how small a win is you got to celebrate it like, so all these, like, if it's a small win, no matter how small, it's like, just get that morale up, talk to the team and just like, you know, give props. The next thing is I'm all about doing it now. And that's really helped us out and move fast. It's like, it's kind of that New York mentality. If you're going to have a meeting with someone, like do it now. Why, why, why do it tomorrow? And if you're, if you're going to get something done, like why wait to like, do Anytime you can do it now. And that's really helped us move fast and really get ahead of the competition. And then finally, um, a big motto. Sometimes you have to live a life that most people won't in order to live a life that most people can't. And and the way that that works for us is, you know, there, there have been nights where I'm just working all day and all night. Nick, you know, this, I I work too much. Sometimes I like don't eat. um, And I'm just like, so passionate about getting something done, but it's like, you got to put in that work in order to be at a certain lifestyle that a lot of people want. So hard work is key. I love it. And the last question I have is actually a, a, a selfish question, but I want to make sure I, I said how to connect with you guys on social, right? Just in case, just go to popl.co. Um, Nick, Jason, you're on LinkedIn. Do you want to spell your names for everybody so that they could find you on LinkedIn? 
Sure. My name is Nick Eichens, N-I-C-K. Last name is a little bit hard. E-I-S-C-H-E-N-S. And this is going to be tough. Jason, J-A-S-O-N, and then a hyphenated last name, A-L-V-A-R-E-Z dash C-O-H-E-N. And which, and which social network do you prefer? Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> I'd say Instagram. All right, and, and, your, and your handle's on Instagram? My Instagram is at uh, J-A-S-O-N-A-L-C-O. Perfect. Nick, you want, you want to do yours? Nice guy. N-E-I-S-C-H underscore guy. Sounds like nice guy. Okay, so the last question, which is a selfish question, is I have a personal hobby where I'm obsessed with productivity tools. What is your your favorite mobile app, software, hardware, um, website? Um, what we, it does, Both of you could go. It's totally a selfish question because I absolutely love productivity tools. I'll go. So, so yeah, my favorite productivity tool is Trello. Incredible. Um, whenever... Whenever I think of something or whenever I get reminded about doing something, I just jot it down on my Trello real quick. And I just like always can use that for moving into my to-do. And then I, I'm doing a basically, um, uh, it's like a Kanban style where you move each one to, to do in progress, to done, in review, et cetera. Um, for favorite app, I'd say, and I think Nick probably agree with this, uh, React Native is amazing. React Native is basically, uh, it's by Facebook and it's a framework that you can use to write apps in JavaScript. And then the framework then compiles it to both iOS and Android. So you don't have to write a whole separate app for both the App Store and the Play Store. And it's amazing. It's kind of like Ionic. Yes. And the last one? And then the last one is Shopify, which is really coming clutch. Um, Shopify, you know, without that, we would not be able to scale so fast. We would not be able to have a website up in, you know, less than a month like we did. And it's just an incredible tool. A uh, great way to fulfill as well. Just 10 out of 10 for Shopify. Amazing. Would you guys, I don't usually do this, but would you guys like to hear my favorite tools that I discovered yesterday or the newest tools I discovered yesterday for marketing funnels? Absolutely. Okay. So I did, I, I like you, Jason, stayed up till like four in the morning because I was so excited doing deep dive research into I these marketing you. funnel tools. <laughs> so one of them is called Guru. It's like Guru, but with a G, G-E-R-U. And it's a marketing funnel simulator where you could predict conversion rates. And so you can map out, look, look at Nick's face. I'm looking you, can map, you can map out the, um, and they have a lifetime deal right now. You can map out like the marketing funnel that you want to have and see what the conversion rates can be. But I also, in the research for that one, found one called Market Plan which they also have a lifetime deal right now, but it's, it's more expensive. But Market Plan feels like an actuality tool where, okay, we have this Facebook ads, we have, we have this Instagram, we have this TikTok, we have this, and here's our live count. It tracks your live stats and live conversions. So you could see that everything's congruent and you could see if an ad isn't working or is working or if a, a platform is converting or isn't converting in real time. Crazy. Like, and you just put in the link and it populates. And so you could plan out your entire marketing funnel and know the conversions along the whole thing and seeing what's not working and remove it or see if something's inconsistent and fix it. I was just like, I was blown away. I was up. I was messaging all my friends. I'm so into productivity. I was messaging all my friends, especially the ones that own agencies. I was like, oh my gosh, look at what I found. This could be <laughs> so good for your Facebook ad conversions. <laughs> like, you know? Whoa, so, almost ended yeah. 14. We'll see what they think. 
It's, it's, it was an interesting find. I think it's a good time for both of them because they both seem to have lifetime deals right now. Um, but anyway, I don't usually share the tools that I found, but I was pretty geeked on those. And I think especially what made me think of it for you guys is that like you have, um, you've done so much with marketing and like moving things from channel to channel. It seems like if you guys had that optimized marketing funnel, that would just make you that much more of a superpower. If you want to connect and collaborate with more incredible people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to the We Are LA Tech Facebook group at wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for having us, Esprit. This is Nick Eichens, co-founder and COO of Popple. My name is Jason Alvarez Cohen, and I'm the CEO and founder at Popple. We're based in Brentwood. Popple is the fastest way to share your social media and contact info by tapping your phone to another. You are listening to We, we Are, are LA, LA Tech. Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Miran Tikwitski. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Sarah Tran. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.